So good morning, everybody. Welcome again to Daily Devotions. My name is Lloyd, and this morning I'll be continuing our series on No Other Name. It's a series that's been looking at the names of Jesus that we find in Scripture that he reveals himself by, that all point towards his name as having the highest and greatest name. It's a series based on Philippians chapter 2, verses 7 to 9, that has that phrase, the name that is above every name. And so up until now, we've been looking at the names by which Jesus is referred to in Scripture, the names that he reveals himself by, as it were. But for this morning, we're going to turn that around and ask ourselves the question, who do we say that he is? This this question is found in Matthew chapter 16 in a dialogue between Jesus and his disciples, uh, especially Simon Peter, who has a unique contribution to the story. And it's found in verses 13 to 20. And while it's asked of Jesus' disciples in the Gospels, it's still a powerful question that needs to be asked today. Who do we say that Jesus is? Who, who, who is he to us individually as people? It's perhaps the most important question that we will ever ask in our lifetime. Who is, who is Jesus Christ to me? How would I describe him? It's a big question that reveals quite a lot of things. It reveals one's spiritual standpoint. It reveals one's perception and understanding of God and of oneself and the connection between the two. It reveals the internal perspectives and inner workings of our hearts, doesn't it? Furthermore, it's also a question of identity. How do we define Jesus for ourselves? So let's have a look at the passage where we see Jesus posing this question to his closest followers uh, and the one disciple's response that has a particular message that I want to encourage us with today. So let's have a look at Matthew chapter 16, verses 13 to 18. It says this, When Jesus came to the region of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples, Who do people say that the Son of Man is? So he's asking them, firstly, what, what, is the, what is the talk of the town about who I am? They replied, some say John the Baptist, others Elijah, still others Jeremiah, or one of the prophets. So there's mixed reports about who people say that Jesus is. And then he looks at them and he says, but you, he asked them, who do you say that I am? He goes from what are the, what are the people say to who do you say I am as my followers? Simon Peter he answered, you are the Messiah, the son of the living God. Jesus responded to him, blessed are you, Simon, son of Jonah, because flesh and blood did not reveal this to you, but my father in heaven. And I also say to you that you are Peter. He changes his name. And on this rock, I will build my church and the gates of Hades will not overpower it. I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven and whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven and whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. While there's so much we can take from this passage, there's a key transition moment that takes place when Jesus responds to Peter's answer and says, flesh and blood did not reveal this to you, but my Father in heaven. And that's the point that I want to focus on this morning for a few moments. You know, in the context of identity and defining who Jesus is, that begins firstly with our salvation in identifying him as Lord and Savior, we need to acknowledge that flesh and blood, human ability or reasoning, can only bring us to a certain point in our relationship to God. You know, that would be something of an intellectual experience of him. You know, people say all kinds of things when they try and describe who, who God is. Plenty of names, plenty of titles that he is given by people in our own sort of understanding in our human reasoning. 
There's, there's plenty of people that even know that there's a God who exists, perhaps have even been around the people of God or have even been in a church and have had some kind of experience of him. But that would be one level of understanding uh, of a, sort of a human or natural level of knowing about God. And that would be a limited definition of who he is. But from there and continuing from there in our, in our relationship with him, we have to come to the point in our spiritual journeys where our human information gives way to spiritual revelation, where we let go of our defenses and human arguments and reasoning. And in that moment, recognize that heaven invades earth in the person of Jesus. The natural is overcome by the supernatural and we are left with the true vision and full revelation of who Jesus is, the Messiah, the son of the living God. You know, the word on the street about who Jesus is must eventually at some point give way to the living word that reveals his true identity for us. And that's a defining moment where we go from an experience of God to an encounter with him. And perhaps you're listening to this this morning and haven't yet figured out the answer to that question for yourself. There's been a lot of talk about who Jesus supposedly is. You've listened to what the people have been saying, what the talk of the town has been about him, all the rumors, all the reports, all the blog posts and videos. And you've, you've gotten to one level of, of, of basic information that's given you something to think about, as it were. But I want to encourage you this morning, allow the Father to give you a spiritual revelation of who Jesus really is. Ask the Holy Spirit to show you Jesus in his fullness, the Messiah, the Savior, the one who redeemed you, who considered you worthy of his life and chose to lay it down so that you would find yours in him. If you've been a believer for some time, ask of God to give you a fresh understanding of the name that he carries and allow it to shape you in a new way today. Because these questions of identity are not just a matter of definition, they're a matter of formation. It's not just about doctrine, it's also about discipleship. Because once the disciples fully knew who Jesus was, fueled by the Holy Spirit, they could, they could begin to represent him accurately to, to the world. Teaching, preaching, healing, baptizing, carrying out the mandate that Jesus gave us as his ambassadors. Friends, this morning there are some defining moments in our relationship with God that we come to from time to time. None more significant than the first time we said yes to him and confessed with our mouth that he is Lord and believed in our heart that God raised him from the dead. Romans 10 verse 9. That's when we entered into this eternal covenant of salvation with God through Christ. But there are these moments from there where we need to remind ourselves of our response to that question. Who do you say that Jesus is? So that we are ready to share that response with others. And the encouragement that we can take from this verse to help us along our journey and, and, and serve as some fuel uh, for that journey is that the same truth that, that we find in the scripture that as Simon Peter answered the question of Jesus' identity, Jesus responds by confirming his identity also. Simon, you are called Peter, and on this rock I will build my church. You see, friends, the beauty of a right relationship with Jesus is that whenever we see him for who he really is, we see ourselves for who we really are also. That's the beauty of salvation. So let's take a moment and commit this day and, to our, and, and ourselves to God in a word of prayer. Father, we thank you so much that you have revealed yourself to us in Scripture. You have shown yourself as Savior, as Redeemer, 
as our friend, uh, as the King of kings, the Lord of all creation, the one who gave himself for us, the one who became sin so that we would be set free. Jesus, we thank you for the power of your salvation. Thank you that you have also given us your spirit to help us clearly identify you for ourselves, Father. And this morning, we just thank you so much for the privilege of, of the fact that when we know you, we know ourselves also. And this morning, we recognize you as, as God, and we submit ourselves to serving you with all of our hearts. Jesus, you are worthy. You are worthy of our lives. And we thank you so much that as we especially head up towards Easter, that we would be reminded on a daily basis of, of, of who it is that we say you are, this, this name that you carry. Father, would it become clearer and clearer uh, for us, our purpose, which is to bring you glory in everything that we do. And we just honor you uh, as our King, as our Redeemer, as, and as our friend. Thank you so much, Holy Spirit, that you are leading us every day. And we just commit ourselves to you. And thank you for the privilege of being called your sons and daughters. And in your wonderful name we pray. Amen.